Paging Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. She's a potty girl with a, a bad habit. A bad habit for pods. Nice. Dude. Yeah. Do you remember talked about Chris Lilly on the pod before? His oh, use yeah, of polyjuice potion. Polyjuice boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, to um, transfigure into various racist characters. Yep, yep. Big time. Remember how- Spiritual kin with JK. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Creating, creating cultural works of art that really uh, stretch the, uh, the limits of what can be done. <laughs> What's acceptable. worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 in the wrong direction. Uh, hello. Yeah, how's it going? Good. That was a hilarious uh, opening, <laughs> by the way. One of your funniest. <laughs> you really... Uh, actually, it's funny you bring up, um, you know, doing that sort of a satirical take on... Um, I don't even know what it's a satirical take on, actually. But um, it, it's actually quite fitting because I've got something coming up a little later in the pod where we're going to be talking about a hilarious satirist. Oh, so. That's a little hook. I hope it's scathing. Oh, yeah. I hope it doesn't pull any punches either. <laughs> no That's how I like punches. my satire. That's right. No holds will be barred <laughs> or something. Do you, think, um, do you think satire is completely pointless as a form of um, art? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, it's usually not funny. It usually consists of just taking something and then changing a word or... Um, or you just say like, oh, typical Scott Morrison. Doesn't matter what yeah. happened. You just be like, oh, the Liberal <laughs> <Yeah>. Party. <laughs> you just <laughs> To be fair, you are a Liberal shill, Nathan, so you would be saying things like this. Is the only Scott. difference between satire and parody, it has to be like a bit political? <laughs> like <laughs> vaguely so. political? Parody has... What is the distinction? Well, um, parody has to be Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, ah, right. Who also we've spoken about at the pod? One of my favorite comedians, <laughs> one of the, the funniest guys of going around. Comedy <laughs> <laughs> and parody, as it turns out, he was out. the first one. Yeah, um, he's a kooky cat. And then Real what's funny. satire? Um, satire is Sasha Baron Cohen. Ooh, I was gonna say you're weirdly right, but. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're actually not right. That would be giving you far too much credit. Well, I think it's about time to introduce what the fuck this is, and it's, of course, the Paging Mr. Potter podcast. A satirical podcast. We, um, yeah. It's a combination <laughs> satire parody. No, um, no, no. We're strongly in the satire camp. And also just, like, analysis. And the great thing is you never know what's a joke, what's real, what's defamation, and what's just being silly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how we get away with it. <laughs> but uh, the one thing you can count on is that we'll be reviewing one page each week of Harry Potter, and this week we'll be talking page 66. Big time. I think that um, on our podcast, the satire and stuff is... It's, it comes second to the analysis. And look, if we have a bit of fun along the way... <laughs> You know, sue me. But <laughs> but ultimately, what we're here to do is uh, a very serious review of the of the each page of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's serious, but we wouldn't do it one page at a time. We wouldn't. No one would take that amount of time to just make a joke. That's not funny. 
Um, so, uh, but oh, that we, would but be we, pointless. I mean, <laughs> absolutely pointless. If you're not taking it seriously, this whole thing might run the risk of being pointless and um, yeah. or embarrassing for those involved, <laughs> even <laughs> or a big waste of time. And you know, that's just yeah. not our speed at all. No, because so. the clock is ticking, in my opinion. And so we, uh, you know, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't worthwhile. <laughs> Page sixty-six, the devil's number, kind of almost sixty-six. Ooh. Clickety click, as they say. Yeah, you say any... that. You say that a lot. Yeah, you do always say 66 clickety-click. It's because I'm always thinking about playing bingo. Yeah, you're, you're an interesting character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, let's, let's refresh the, the listener's mind, uh, you know, brain's mind, whatever. Mm. Uh, what was happening on the, f- on the last page? On, I remember it was quite oh sinister. Yes, on page 65, Harry had <coughs> gone into Ollivander's wand shop or something. I think it had a more fantastical name than that, but that'll do for now. And Mr. Ollivander uh, was, how do we say, beginning yeah. to size Harry up for wands. Okay. Mm, quite literally. He went, yes, he, he was getting very close to Harry, really, um, it was, it's, it's beginning to seem like a more intimate process than we would have hoped or uh, expected for just a simple... Or cared to imagine, frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we're just tourists in this world. And so, you know, we don't come in here with any expectations. So, JK, you know, we, of course, we weren't aware that this is how wands are, you know, divvied up and handed out to the to the young 11-year-olds in the Harry Potter universe. But I'm personally excited to find out a little bit more information about it on this page. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that it takes a bit of a, a left turn away from, um, you know, we're heading straight towards Pedo Town and let's take a, a, a sharp left towards... Um, yeah, left or right, either way. It'd be awesome just if we can avoid stopping at Pedo Town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if yeah. anyone's busting to go to the toilet, like, fair enough. We'll make a really quick stop, but then I think we should go straight on to any other town. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're going to stop in a town to go to the to the public toilet, I would not be taking a stop in Pedo Town. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, not going well so far, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so for all our listeners that were hoping this week we wouldn't be talking so much about pedos and, um, you know, measuring penises, unfortunately, um, yeah. you Very have... unfortunate timing of last week's pod to have that real mm. pedo-heavy page come out yeah. just as soon as our... On the very day, actually, that Pell was acquitted. We um, should probably mention that we didn't know that that was going to happen. Was that we recorded it well before that. Um, yeah, like normally it's really funny to joke about child abuse and stuff, but on that particular day... <laughs> <laughs> bit off colour But of course that but doesn't anyway. excuse this week Does it? No so, Now um, we know no. It's a new day and uh, A new dawn Let's see And yeah. I'm feeling good <laughs> Alright so at the end of page 65 uh, Mr. Ollivander comes closer to Harry He pulls out a long tape measure And then he asks Harry What is his wand arm? And then Harry says he's right handed Um he obviously hasn't handled much of a wand before, so we don't know if um, he's no one hand. No point of reference. So let's find out if we can um, if we can learn a bit more about his wand handling abilities on page sixty six. <laughs> Hold out your arm. That's it. So that's the first uh, sentence of this page. He measures Harry up um, all the way from his shoulder to his finger, then his wrist to his elbow, his shoulder mm. to the floor. Knee to the armpit, round his head, and then foot to the crotch. 
As he measured, he said, uh, every Ollivander wand has a core of a powerful magical substance. And then he lists a whole bunch of different um, sort of mystical animal, fantastic beasts, I guess you would say, in this universe. Uh, you yep. know, unicorn hands, hairs, phoenix tail feathers, uh, heartstrings of dragon. I'm not quite sure. Heartstrings heart- of dragons. I thought heartstrings was more of a metaphorical thing, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing, is it? We could be wrong. It's not anatomically correct. But, ne- but neither but to be fair, we haven't seen dragon anatomy. And then Ollivander goes on to say that no two wands are the same, um, you know, because they use different animals and shit. It doesn't, it's not really interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's just nothing, is it? <laughs> no. I mean, no two anythings are the same then. So no. it's not like Ikea type. It's, you know... Yeah, but it's still made from different trees. I mean, he's like, oh, no two <laughs> unicorns. And so I was like, well, yeah, but that's true. very similar. Then Harry realised uh, Mr. Ollivander. Now, this is a little bit of a relief, um, both for Harry and uh, us as, as concerned listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Ollivander has actually stopped doing the measuring himself and the tape measure has seemed to have... Is that court ordered or, <laughs> or has he seen the error of his ways finally? <laughs> And the uh, the tape measure is now it's taken on a life of its own. Basically, uh, there must be in some sort of a magical universe where uh, tape measures can just do everything themselves, which is nice. There doesn't have to be as much um, Ollivander on Harry contact, um, yep. which is kind of which is which is which is nice to hear, obviously. <coughs> Um, and also, it kind of comes back to the thing we were discussing last week around like which way do you dress, you know. As humans, without any magical abilities, no magical tape measure, we use the which way do you dress sort of test to mm-hmm. avoid touching genitals. But if mm. you've got a magical tape measure, that's actually a better way to do it, to avoid touching. So it's just the equivalent in the magical world, is my understanding. Yes. I'm guessing it has some kind of inbuilt penis detector, which <laughs> negates the need to ask. Yes, it's a, really a, quite a personal question, which way do you yeah. dress? So uh, once again, the wizards have shown us up big time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel embarrassed to be honest. <laughs> then Harry tries a whole bunch of uh, different ones. He gives one. A, he gives him a, a nine incher. Gives him a big nine incher that's nice and flexible. And Harry grabs it in his hand and gives it a bit of a wave. Uh, waves it in Ollivander's face. Sees what happens. Uh, he feels a bit foolish because he hasn't done much of this before. Um, and then mm. as soon as he starts sort of waving this nine-inch wand around, Mr. Ollivander just grabs the wand, um, full fist, snatches it out of his hand and, and, and rips it out. He says, this is not the one. This is not the wand for you, Harry. Um, then he tries a little smaller wand. Maybe this one's a bit uh, easily gripped, I guess, for Harry. It's a maple and phoenix feather. <laughs> now, this one's seven inches. Sounds nice. It's quite whippy. Seven inches. I mean... Wasn't Hagrid 16? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, but this one's quite Absolutely whippy. dwarfed by Hagrid. Yeah, it's what? It's whippy. quite whippy. So you can really, you know, whip it up. Whip, whip some whip it out. It says quite, quite whippy and extra chody. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> um, then, geez, that one doesn't work as well. Mr. Oliver is saying, no, 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 no. This isn't the one. So then he tries an ebony one. Oh, um, you'd think at some point he'd be like, oh, wait, hang on. The one chooses the wizard. I actually don't need to keep going through this <laughs> torturous, yeah. boring yeah. process. Of 
That's a very good point. I, I'm Trial glad that he does. It's it's fascinating to to read. I mean, I'm glad it's here on the page. I, mean, I think it's the first time he's ever done it. <laughs> yeah, let's keep him busy. Then Harry tries the next wand, an ebony wand. Ebony and unicorn hair, eight and a half inches, quite springy. Uh, he tries mm-hmm. that one, doesn't like it. Mr. Rollivander doesn't like that one either. And so he sort of sees this as a bit of a, a challenge for his uh, wand choosing abilities, I guess. Um, Who says this? Ollivander does. Ollivander, yeah. He, he says, um, the more wands Mr. Ollivander pulled from the shelves, the happier he seemed to become. <laughs> um, just a question. <laughs> That is a sentence that is literally word for word. Mr. Ollivander, the more wands Mr. Ollivander pulled from the shelves, the happier he seemed to become. But he wasn't smiling. JK, JK, JK. Um, do you get a price on any of these? I mean, like, it's a bit presumptuous, don't you think? I mean, these can't all be worth the same thing. I mean, they're quite different ingredients. You've got an ebony and unicorn hair. I don't know what the going rate is for ebon- uh, for unicorn hair, sorry. Um, maple and phoenix feather doesn't sound that fancy. I know Dumbledore had a phoenix, so that you know they're around. Uh, I, I just wonder. I don't like it when you go into a store and somebody's showing you, mm. you know, the wares and they never mention the price. What's and then so what are the Weasley's going to do? Well, exactly. Weasley's going to come in there and he's going to be like, you know, have you got just like a maybe like a, 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 a rat? You could lift the stick <laughs> or something, or <laughs> the tail of a <laughs> rat, yeah, a bit of shit, a bit of rat, <laughs> bit of shit in a stick. <laughs> Yeah, a bit of poo and a maybe some maybe dipped in some piss or. He's like, some... I'm not a particularly fancy man, so uh, would you happen to have a <laughs> crusted turd? Maybe a... <laughs> with the eye of a as, rat on it. <laughs> I'm not as debonair as some of my fellow students. I'd be more than happy. Which is a simple piece man. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't grow up with the silver spoon in my mouth. I'll take a big pile of shit, please. Maybe with a Malfoy pube core. <laughs> now that'll set you back. Um, you guys done? Okay. Well, I just... Yeah, I just... You <laughs> think both of you done? Quite happy with yourself there? Well, we'll see if we can think of any more good ones. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely say them. Okay. And we'll, we'll get back to Mr. Ollivander. <laughs> Tricky customer, eh? Not to worry, we'll find the perfect match here somewhere. And he keeps looking. He goes, maybe, maybe what we need, maybe I'm looking too conventional. I'm looking inside the box when I need to be looking outside the box. An unusual combination. What about holly and phoenix feather? And this one he describes as 11 inches, nice and supple. So maybe this nice, supple wand that Mr. Ollivander's got for him could be the wand Harry will be uh, owner of for life. So Harry takes it. He takes this nice and supple wand and he felt a sudden warmth in his fingers. He raised the wand above his head and then swished it down and streams of red and gold sparks shot from the tip like a firework and throwing dancing spots of light all over the world, like a a Jackson Pollock painting. Um, And that brings us to the end of page 66. Thank God. Interesting. Well, so a real climax at the end of the (laughs) the the page. We were were hoping that uh, on this page we'd get to find out what um, JK... Um, was going to provide Harry with in terms of a package. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, no luck. So we're going to have to wait another week. Sorry to disappoint all the fans. But I'll, hey, guys, if I'm a betting man, I reckon this 11-inch nice and supple wand could be the one. This could be the one. For him. What's the biggest he's tried, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, it's the biggest he's, and he looks like he's he can handle a, a real big wand, and he's going to need to yeah. if he's going to take on Voldemort. He's going to need a big. <laughs> Who wand. famously had a whopper from memory? Uh, <laughs> let me just have a look. Let me scroll back. Yeah, so Voldemort had. A, I think we'll remember his his Yule wand, and that was thirteen and a <laughs> half inches. So, but as you Formidable. mentioned last week, reading it's how you use it. So I'll be fascinated to see how Harry does indeed use it. <laughs> yes. Clash of the Wands. Well, there we go. That brings us to the pay, end of page 66. How do we feel? Do we feel a little bit uh, more little comfortable dirty. with the situation than page 65? Was Do you think the uh, the symbolism was a bit less gratuitous, as you said last week, Andrew? I mean, yeah. I just want to get out of the shop. Harry wants to get out of the shop as well, Andrew, but, um, you know. <laughs> but the door is locked. <laughs> Don't um, all have that luxury, so... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys had some stuff. So um, yeah, as mentioned before, we've, I've got a bit of a. Uh, I've had some correspondence from one of the potophiles, Tim. Tim, potophile Tim. Uh, one of the. Some of us call him the the fourth potophile in that he's uh, very integral to this podcast. Provides us with a lot of material, mm-hmm. and um, this week he's written in with. Um, I guess you'd, de- you'd describe this as a satirical book and it's very similar to Harry Potter. I think it might be taking the mick out of Harry Potter a little bit. Ooh, and I don't like that. I, I Yeah, look, me neither. I haven't read the books yet, but right off the bat, I'm not a huge fan of it. But we care, so, yeah, we care so much about the reputation of these books and they mean so much to us. I mean, this had better be good satire, that's all I'm yeah. going to say. Well, let me... And it better be have good to admit, fun. <laughs> It's, uh, as I say, satire is not really my thing. I'm not a huge fan of satire, and I adore these books more than, you know, life itself. <laughs> um, but I have to admit, just from reading the Wikipedia article about these books, they do look pretty funny. So, the books are called, and I hope you're sitting down for this, they're called, they're called Barry Trotter. <laughs> Barry Barry Trotter. Okay. Which is, okay. which is funny. That's funny stuff. Now, is it, wait, is it about some sort of magic horse? No, 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 no. It's just about a wizard, I think, um, from what I can tell. His name is Barry Trotter. Now, so this is, he's written a few books. One of them is called Barry Trotter and the Shameless Parody. Oh, actually, there's a bit of evidence. It's actually a parody, not a satire. My apologies. Um, he then wrote Barry Trotter and the Unnecessary Sequel. And then finally, uh, Barry Trotter and the Dead Horse. So oh. that's so he's written three books out of this, but he's also this is not his only work. So he's a funny guy. He's also written um, the Chronicles of Blarnia. Oh, <laughs> can he say that? The can Chronicles he say of that? Oh, Andrew, these Blarnia. are hard, really hard to listen to. <laughs> um, and that's and that's so that's spelled B L A R. NIA, which I think that might be a sort of parody of the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, so wow. I would not want to be C.S. Lewis right now. No. Um, I wouldn't want to be Aslan the Lion. Oh, the Great. <laughs> the Great Lion or whatever. Blaslan um, the Blight. As he's oh, got him. Oh. So you've got a bit of a um, the sort of acid wit of, of um, one Michael Gerber yourself. Um, so he's, he's also written one called... So I think this one might be a parody of Downton Abbey. It's called Downturn Abbey. Oh no! Okay, that's that's a step too far. That is so a that's step funny. too far. 
<laughs> anyway, I thought obviously this is this is funny, funny stuff. <laughs> I just wanted to see. I wanted to go through some of the characters in the Barry Trotter books and see if you could guess the sort of the names that um, this guy Michael Gerber's come up with. Now, I can't... I, I have to say, I don't think you'll be quite as funny as Michael, but let's see what you got. So, Harry is obviously Barry Trotter. Um, so, what about Ron Weasley? What do you reckon... Like, what what would we come yeah, up like with? Yeah, like, if you were doing this, what, what kind of name would you give him? Well, Nathan made a whole game out of this, basically. Oh Did yeah, he? Ron Cheesley was pretty. Um, that was pretty savage on <laughs> our funny. part. So. That's funny. <laughs> Can he top that? So what well, about Tom uh, Tom Sneezley? <laughs> He's always that's funny. Oh, He'd always be sneezing oh, or something. Mm. That's 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 clever. Um, well, funny, but Michael Gerber's actually come up with. Um, so instead of Ron Weasley, he's got Lon Measley. Oh, so that's Lon Lon, Lon Measley. <laughs> Lon. And this is a that's funny. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> okay. That's funny. Um, so we've also got Hermione Granger. What if, what if you guys are trying to come up with a a funny take on these books? What would you call Hermione Granger? It's already a funny name. A slimy stranger. Slimy stranger. That's pretty good. That's funny. That's hard to top. So you're going with slimy stranger. Funny. Not as funny, though, as Ermine Cringer. Oh. Um. So that's that's embarrassing to me. You wouldn't want to be Hermione Granger right now. <laughs> that's or should almost I say? unrecognizable. <laughs> Are you sure that's even supposed that's, to be Hermione? I mean. It's, uh, it's spelled E-R-M-I-N-E. Ermine mm-hmm. Cringer. So that's funny. Um, then we've got. <laughs> so that is. I confirm that is funny. We've got the. So we've got the hilarious twins, uh, Fred and George Weasley. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've already heard, obviously, their brother is named Lon Measley in, the, in this in this um, hilarious take. What do you reckon? What do you reckon he's calling? What do you reckon he's calling Fred and George what about, Weasley? What about bread and. What? Um, <laughs> Uh, engorged Engorged <laughs> Bread and engorged measly That's funny That is funny But again not quite as funny as Uh-oh. So it's Fred is still called Fred So oh, it's, okay. so it's is... Fred and uh, George measly But George is spelt sort of in a It's spelt J-O-R-G-E So sort of like Jorge I guess Jorge right maybe. right right well, That's also funny that's, See, um, here my just initial take on all this is: uh, do, do the names need to be funny names for for it to be good a good satire? That helps. A fair point. <laughs> but it helps if he can make them this funny. It does help. True, true, I just true. wonder with that last one because he didn't seem to change Fred. I wonder if no. he changed Fred to Jorge and George to Fred. Oh, now that's <laughs> funny. That would be funny. Now that is funny. That shit. is funny. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, we'd have to read the books to find out. I might do a couple more very quickly. Lord Voldemort is called Lord Value Mart, so that's funny. That's oh, funny. Okay. Um, Hagrid is is Halfwid. Mm. Halfwid. So, are you telling me, Andrew? Someone funny? has an an adult man, a fully grown <laughs> person, has sat down and uh, written these names out. Thought it was good enough mm. to be uh, published, and then someone has. Has read this and thought, boy, this is, this is funny shit, and published yep. it. Also, J.K. Rowling is actually in this book, but 
She's okay. not. She's no longer called J.K. Rowling. She's called um, J.G. Rowling. So that's also funny. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And fi- I might do one more. Um, J.G. Rowling. J.G. Rowling. That's funny, right? That's very subtle. That that. That's <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got Draco Malfeasance. That's funny because that's mm. another word. And uh, that's a different word to the other one. And then we've finally got... Okay, one more go. So, Albus Dumbledore. If you're trying to go up with a funny name for Albus Dumbledore, what would you call him? Albus Pumpy Whore. Not far. Not far off. Um, and, and this is, of course, the, in this book, uh, he's, he's the head, head mister. That's different to headmaster, so it's oh, head mister. This is the laziest... This is lazier than head, our podcast. He's the head mister of um, Hogwash. So that's funny. Hey, that was our initial tagline for the uh, podcast was going to be all Hogwarts, no hogwash. Great minds. Great minds. Um, so Albus Dumbledore in these books, the head mister for hogwash is Alpo. So A-L-P-O. Yep. Uh, Bumblemore. Bumblemore. Okay. I'm gonna Alpo s- Bumblemore. I will say that Alpo is funny. <laughs> Alpo? Okay. Really? That did uh, it Al- Why? Alpo's, I don't know. It's a funny name. <laughs> Is Alpo. it? Alpo. Alpo. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think it is funny. <laughs> I don't um, think this is funny at all. Tim, if you're listening, why did you do this to us? <laughs> oh, I, by the way. I hate that. <laughs> it's so annoying, isn't it? <laughs> it's awful. These books, though, by the way, um, this guy sold 1.2 million no, copies no, in, no, no, in, no, no. in 25 languages. Oh, he must have got the fucking you. sticker from Oprah or some shit. Because <laughs> how the fuck do you explain that? That's not... That's one of the most successful books of all time. <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Well, um, very, very troubling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you're listening, Michael, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. All right, funny, funny man. Or should I say, Weasley, son of a snitch? All right. Well, I've also got a little seggy for this week. Yeah. So you remember last week we talked about getting our magical education, and we talked yes. about the Gray School, which is like this weird online wizarding school where you can do courses. Yeah. And it's um, go back and listen to last week's episode if this doesn't make any sense to you. Yeah. But yeah. its founder slash headmaster is a very <laughs> Unusual eccentric <laughs> man called Marches to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that. His name's Oberon Zell Ravenheart. And I've done a bit more investigation into him this week, and I really need to bring you guys up to speed because it's fucking okay. pretty crazy. Yay. So, <laughs> there's a um, documentary about him. It's like 20 minutes long called The Wizard Oz, and it's really easy to find if anyone wants to watch it. It's pretty short. There's some okay. crazy stuff in it. So, cool. first and foremost, he bred unicorns. No, he didn't. He sold. No, 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 he didn't. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, Nathan, he not right. couldn't have because they're not real. <laughs> so, <Okay>. yeah, <laughs> I don't think he did. He might have made. He might have made bread unicorns out of bread. <clears throat> he might have lied and said he did. He might have not done it and said that he did do that, but I don't think he did do that. Or well, I think he, he might think that he did breed unicorns. <laughs> he might believe it. But <laughs> that's not a defense. It's a donkey well, with a hat. going to eat your words because, okay. well, he kind of did. So <laughs> a, a traditional unicorn is like a horse with a giant horn, quite majestic. But yeah. he figured out 
that because you know he's kind of a psychopath that <laughs> if you get like young goats before oh, their no. horns are fully oh, um, no. developed and oh. their little buds if you're so inclined like if you are a psychopath <laughs> You can surgically sort of rearrange <gasps> them on the skull. No. And so no, he no, no, he would no, take like no, these baby no, goats and move the, their budding horns to the center of the head. And as it grows, <laughs> it fuses together. Oh, why did he do that? Dude. Oh. And he sold them to no. like Ringling's Brothers Circus. Oh my god! So he, he bred all these weird goats. You can you can see it's in the documentary. Well, I don't I've seen see. them. They're terrifying. Sick. And goats are like a a weird looking animal. Like they're not yeah. majestic. They're the really ugly like bear ones. Like <laughs> they've got this giant. The listener can't horn. see, but Nathan just put his eyes to the back of his head and <laughs> stuck his teeth out. I encourage everyone just type in Oberon Zell Ravenheart um, unicorns and just see oh look god. at the images. It's Fucking but really why is scary. it okay? Hold on, I got a couple questions, mm-hmm. which I don't know. If, I don't want to jump the gun. <laughs> I'll do here, my but best to clear them up. So, as you said at the start, there um, unicorns typically more equine rather than goats, <laughs> yeah. um, and so that's that's seems to be inconsistent. But then also, what was he doing? If he thinks that there's magic in the world mm. and that. Unicorns exist Why does he have to do This sort of <laughs> The heavy you know, lifting Fucking Mary Shelley-esque yeah, um, <laughs> Like fucking Surgery Experiments um, in his backyard Look Good question But I think that's partly answered By the fact that he Sold like a lot of them To the circus oh, And there's the footage profit. In the um, Documentary Of these like Rednecks being like I never thought I'd see a unicorn before And they're like <laughs> It's just a goat. It's a mangled goat. So anyway, this is also crazy. He made so much money from selling the unicorns that he was like, well, we should do more magic shit. And um, one of the things that they go into in the documentary is they decided they want to like track down the origin, the origins of these like mythical creatures and like. He thinks there's like a seed of truth to all the legends. He wants to track them down. But but you but you <laughs> even though moved the horns on the head. Yeah. What are you talking he about? He should know yeah. better than anyone that they're not magical because he did <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair point. But anyway, his um his work led him to uh, this remote <laughs> island off Papua New Guinea. Where the local people had this legend about mermaids, basically oh, like mermaid no. spottings. Right. So he assembled this crack team of like fuckwits or whatever. Do you mean cracked team? <laughs> cracked team, team on crack. <laughs> he assembled a cracked team. And um, so he goes to this remote island and talks to some of the natives. And apparently, um, like one day they're on a fishing boat and they see like this tail and it looks like a mermaid's tail bobbing out of the ocean. So they go and catch this creature and it's just like a manatee. But yeah. In the local language, like, the word for manatee is, like, fish woman. And he actually gets to the bottom of the legend. So, this is quite interesting. The reason the local people were calling it a mermaid or fish woman is mm. because when fishermen caught manatees, they used to drag it on shore and all fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is not what? true. <laughs> so, that's... It's, it's a hundred... Well... 
It's in the documentary. I don't know how true wait, it is. Wait, what? Oh, are you talking about? I'm gonna have to just wear your aunt. And he was like, there. "Yeah, Why I was really disappointed to find out that mermaids weren't real. These people were just fucking manatees. Just this horrid act. Yeah, you can't so they just kill and they kill a manatee and then they all have sex with it. So crazy. Jesus and you can't just Christ. fuck something into being magic. You know, you, you can't fuck magic into a manatee. No, you've just fucked a manatee. <laughs> so yeah, um. I encourage everyone to. It's only like twenty minutes long. If you want to know what the fuck I'm talking I about, it sounds. I realize disturbing. this is unusual. <laughs> it's a bit out there, but um, yeah, fuck. So, in light of all of that, I decided we really need to get in contact with this guy and um, pursue Wait. our magical education because, like, we can learn so much from this dude. And True. I don't know if I told you last week. Um, on the website for his weird school, there's all these forums, but yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah. get into them. So I needed to find another way to contact him. And luckily I found an email address. Oh, so I'm happy to report that I've made an approach. <laughs> Any um, response yet? <laughs> no response as yet, but that could be explained by the content of my email. <laughs> okay. Um, Do you psychopath? <laughs> Well, Andrew, so we are dealing with potentially a dangerous person. So I wanted to protect uh, our yep. anonymity, but, but also needed well, to tell use him... the correct term. Anonymity, yeah, quite. Yeah. Um, but also, he's, he'd be interested in what we're up to. Like, this is, this is good shit as well. This is the kind of thing he would do. Um, <laughs> the review of Harry Potter or whatever we're doing. So um, I use the pseudonym Sponkus Reevesby, obviously, to ah. make the... <laughs> To make the initial contact Make the approach, yeah I was gonna call Andrew Drewbite But then I thought he'll find you on Twitter Like, Yeah, I'm famous on Twitter So famous on Twitter So, uh, you're Robot Pattinson <laughs> That is good <laughs> And awesome. Reardon, I changed your name to Reardon Lee So R-E-A-R-D-O-N <laughs> yeah. Instead of I okay. So, I think we're all pretty That's funny <laughs> And, um <laughs> I'll read you my email to him now Please I will say This man would have seen some weird shit in his life But I reckon this is as weird as anything he's come <laughs> okay. <with>. So <clears throat> This is what we've sent him so far <clears throat> Dear Headmaster Sponkus is me name Sponkus Reevesby <laughs> I hope this message finds you well And trust everyone at the Grey School Is practicing good social distancing I'll try and keep this brief as I realise you're a very busy man, but I've been a huge admirer of yours since watching the Wizard Oz documentary, and put simply, your work is nothing short of Dumbledorean. I hope you don't mind me saying this, but your unicorns are among the most stunning creatures I've ever seen. <laughs> Gazing upon them, I felt a sudden surge of power, like I was staring into the eyes of the Almighty, and for a split second I could have sworn I myself was a unicorn. Can you imagine... Me, Sponkus the Unicorn. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Galloping through meadows, eating maize and straw, and brandishing my mighty horn. Oh, Headmaster, how the mind does wander in the twilight hours. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> anyway... The reason for my email is I'm most intrigued by your courses in magical education at the Grey School. I myself am something of a magical scholar, along with my colleagues Robot Pattinson and Reardon Lee. 
Come on. <laughs> I've been conducting the world's most comprehensive analysis of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And after 66 weeks of painstaking research, we're now at the part where Harry buys a wand. <laughs> As you can imagine, this has been no walk in the park, Headmaster. <laughs> but put in the effort, oh and the rewards are obvious. <laughs> and indeed, our results have been nothing short of astounding. Which brings me to the point of my communication. Oh I my wish God. to propose a magical collaboration between our two <laughs> learned institutes as we have uncovered several shocking clues that we believe only you can help us solve. <laughs> Alas, I fear I may be speaking out of turn, dear headmaster, as us Reeves bees are prone to do. <laughs> My father, for example, <laughs> once spoke out of turn. <laughs> oh, how we're cursed to forever repeat the past. A thousand apologies. I'm truly ashamed. <laughs> it's, it's nearly done. Yet, if you'll forgive my foolhardiness, I remain confident that you and I have much to learn from one another. After all, Robot Pattinson is one of the world's foremost mathematicians. Renowned the world over for his work on numbers such as 17, 22, and of course 46. <laughs> Likewise, Reed and Lee is famous for working on Christian O'Connell's breakfast radio show in no, Melbourne. No, 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 and no, having no, the phone no. number 043 9. I honestly took that out. I took that out. I didn't really say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you're safe Ish <laughs> Still got your name uh, you Just finish it off you. Equally, I'm fascinated by your work on polyamory And would relish the opportunity To learn all that I can from you about it I'm an incel by trade but, <laughs> but hope that one day With your guidance I can learn about and even master The most fantastic feast of all Woman <laughs> I humbly await your response, magically yours, oh. Sponkus L. Reevesby. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking no, done, man. No, no, no. So, um, we'll just oh, wait to hear that myth on that one. But I think that's, uh, I've baited the hook and I've, uh, you know, now we just got to wait for him to bite. Nathan, that is the funniest fucking thing I think it's ever been said on the podcast. You are truly oh fucking demented. I really, really hope someone writes back. Dude, I pray. What you're saying last week that um, he's doing, you can do like a free trial or whatever? Yeah, I forgot to do the free. No, yeah, I, me too. I signed up. I paid 35 bucks. What? For a one month subscription. Really? You are you are kidding. No, I did. I thought we were all did doing you it. it I thought the whole point was that we we're doing but it you for- paid. Yeah, I paid thirty five bucks because the cl- the Why? two the two classes are only um I don't know I can't remember it's like herbology or something like that and they don't tell you shit they just tell you like don't eat poisonous mushrooms <coughs> and the oh. second free one is managing stress is the least magical topic <laughs> possible That's and so yeah I paid thirty five dollars a couple days ago I'm still they've taken my money but I haven't yet received my password. <laughs> Because, because it's a password Dude, they're really slow Like, I still haven't even been able to Yeah, sign into those forums Because they're still verifying, like, my email address Yeah, it says shit. the headmaster personally approves each thing But they'll happily take my fucking money But they haven't yeah. approved Yeah, he doesn't, thing doesn't personally the approve the transaction He's a busy guy He's probably breeding a half duck Half 
elephant in his backyard <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, a dangerous, so dangerous man. So, <laughs> I think we should keep um, just... I'm going to keep spam- spamming him with emails until we get a response. And I encourage yeah, please, you guys please. to do the same. I'll send you um, Sponkus's email address, actually, if you want to <laughs> write we'll anything. Send a few. No, I might approach him separately as, as Robot Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I can't approach him anonymously because you gave him my real name. No, no it, it's different. It's, it's completely different. different. And also, when you sign up for the um, to join the school, you have to do a, a, your normal name, and then you also need your magic name that you want to be known as. Um, so mine is Rigolus Didalus. <laughs> Rigolus Didalus. 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 Um, and yeah, so just waiting to hear back. Hopefully, it can enroll soon. Um, I think it's just a good use of of our downtime. I can't believe you've already um, you already had to pay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah fuck. You guys said we were doing it. I he said there was a free. Tra- I'm not paying for this. No fucking way. <laughs> I was like, if I'm gonna give my details, this maniac, you f- just fusing horns together in his <laughs> spare time. A fucking psycho. No I didn't way. Know, I didn't know he was doing that two days ago. Mm. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of guy who, you know, will kill you. Like, that's not even a joke. He, he, I'm sure he would. I don't think he would. I think he'd try it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That, that's, um, that's a hard act to follow, so maybe do we just wrap it up? I guess so, yeah. Oh, guys, a big... Before we wrap up... A big congratulations to Rupert Grint, who has had sex and is now expecting a baby. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, well, that really flies in the face of our segment last week, where we called him one of the ugliest men uh, on the planet, I think. <laughs> yeah, and his wife looks a lovely-looking lady. Don't know much about her personality, but uh, she has a, a nice look about her, and I don't know what she's doing with him. Um, but congratulations, that baby, it's really sitting on a knife's edge whether it's going to be cute or absolutely... Or a horror show. A horror show. Um, so, wow. prayers up for that baby because, um, yeah, jeez, it's got a... Could have a real rough uh, life coming up. Someone asked him, they interviewed him <laughs> and they hell. said, uh, "Would are you going to call it Ron? And he's like, no. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. No, I will not. Maybe nope. he'll call it Lon if he wants to That's be a bit funny. funny. That is funny. I think he's more of a Barry Trotter guy. <laughs> Rupert. Rupert. Rupert um, Grint. That's a shit name anyway, isn't it? Yeah, we discussed that last ho- week, but good to, good to revisit it. Um, what a bad name it is. All right, so let's wrap it up. What do we think of the page page rating? We didn't really say anything about it being Easter, did we? It's also Easter right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Christos Anesti, baby. Yeah. I don't know if it's Greek Easter today. <coughs> Whatever. Probably not. <laughs> but whatever. Um, Paige was... Um, felt like we were trading on eggshells, to be honest. I was stressed from yeah. start to finish. Um, <laughs> can't wait. It was a combination of treading on eggshells and treading water, because nothing actually happened either. <laughs> he just held a few different sticks. Nothing actually occurred. Yeah, it was boring and... Troubling. And scary, so, yeah. Um, maybe uh, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen out of sixty-five. All right, I reckon. Yeah, a slight improvement on last week's um, horrible, horrible page. Um, pay a word of the week. Three, two, one. 
Manatees. Unicorn. Oh. And uh, name for the page, obviously. What about Harry Potter and the disappointing unicorns? Because you couldn't yeah, have, nice. You must be pretty disappointed when you're promised. Well, apparently not. You were saying that the rednecks were loving it. <laughs> That's true. I'm blown away. That's true. I was going to pitch uh, Harry Potter and the fuck of the dead manatee. Okay. Let's uh, go with the unicorn one, shall we? <laughs> Um, Dumble do's and Dumble don'ts. The most probably Ooh. the most important part of each pod. I think Dumble don't um, rearrange, you know, the, the <laughs> skulls of um, innocent creatures. That'd be my Dumble don't for the week. If you could just not do that this week, that I, I reckon that's a success in itself. But if you do, so, Dumble do do it safely. Yeah, you just make sure you're using full PPE. <laughs> you do not want to get coronavirus from a goat while playing God. I think that's that it? it. I think we reach. We finally oh, reached the end. Thank God. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, yep. Paging Mr. Potter. That's what follow this is. Follow us on Twitter that's if what you this want. Has been. Oh um, yeah, the Twitter account. And everyone sign up to that weird magic school like Reardon did it. Did you give a credit card out of interest or can you? Oh, PayPal? I did PayPal. I did PayPal. Okay. Oh, that's a bit safer then. Yeah. Good on you. Very wise. Cool. All right. Well, happy Easter, everyone. Hey. Happy Easter, guys. Yeah. Or, or should we say happy, um, sorry, blappy blister, everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Easter will never be the same again now. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Love you.